Welcome to the Legalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Sager, and I'm dedicated to covering common legal issues for small business owners and just how some of the world's most elite entrepreneurs have handled legal issues themselves. In true attorney fashion, the information in this episode is not legal advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your attorney before implementing any of the information. Now, on to the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Legalpreneur Podcast. Today's episode is all about limited liability companies, also known as an LLC. You've probably heard this term, probably seen it discussed in Facebook groups, on Instagram, everywhere across social media. You've probably heard a million different answers and you're still just wondering, well, what does an LLC actually mean? Like, how does it protect me? When's the right time to file? Well, guess what? I know you have all the questions around it, so I'm going to be answering all those questions because I hang out in Facebook groups and one of the most common questions is about limited liability companies, also known as LLCs. Seriously, if you go into a Facebook group and you ask, hey, what's an LLC? Like, Should I be an LLC? Should I be a sole proprietor? Should I be an S-corp? I see a million different people give a million different answers, whether they're attorneys or not. And it baffles me because number one, they're not an attorney and giving that advice is actually giving legal advice, which is illegal and they can get in trouble for. I mean, I'm not going to report them, but somebody may get annoyed one day and just report them for the unauthorized practice of law. So number one, don't do that. (laughs) Number two, most people don't know what they're talking about when it comes to LLC protection. I'm not going to say you don't know what you're talking about, but most people don't. And I'm going to break it all down for you today. I'm giving you the answers and I'm telling you exactly when is the right time to file for LLC protection. And I'm going to tell you what protection you're actually provided when you file the LLC. Now, remember, this is not specific legal advice. I am just educating you around what an LLC is. Generally, when is the best time to file and get that protection? Everybody's situation is different. So you want to make sure you consult with your specific attorney to get the best answer for you and your situation. And I know you hate hearing that. I mean, I hate giving that answer. Like, But seriously, number one, I say that to cover my butt. Number two, I say that because it's true. I counsel clients all day long and it's different for everybody. I had a phone call just the other day with a client. She was talking about starting a new business and she's like, well, I'm kind of in the middle of a divorce. And I was like, hold up, girlfriend. You do not want to file that LLC right now. You do not want to start a business while you're still married because guess what? Your husband, ex-husband can then possibly come back and say, oh, she started this business while we were still married. So that means... I still own her business. That depends according to what state you're in, like what the laws are there. See, like, I don't want to overwhelm you guys, but seriously, the answer will vary for every person. So I'm giving you the generalities here. So don't take this as specific legal advice. Consult with an attorney. Of course, if you want to work with us, shoot me an email, andrea at andreasager.com, and we can help you out. Okay, so what exactly is an LLC? Limited Liability Company. That's what it stands for. Pretty much overall, every state 
will grant you protection for the debts of the company. That's essentially what an LLC is. It provides you with liability protection. It separates you as an individual from your business. It may feel kind of weird thinking about it and grasping this concept, especially if you're the sole owner of your business. However, you have to get your head around it and realize that you need this protection because you as an individual don't want to be responsible for the debts of your company. Let me say that again. You as an individual do not need to be responsible for the debts of your company. And if you're just starting out and you're thinking, oh, I'm not in debt, I'll just wait till I need a business loan or something like that. Well, guess what? That's not exactly what I'm talking about. So let's say you're driving down the highway and for whatever reason you cause an accident and the other party sues you and they get a judgment against you for $20,000. Well, if you don't have $20,000 personally and you're a sole proprietor, well, guess what? They can then come after your business assets. So if you're killing it in your business, well, guess what? They can then come after what you own in your business. So there's no protection there. You have to keep the two separated. And on the other hand, let's say you accidentally commit copyright infringement because I know that none of you loyal listeners would actually steal somebody's photo and use it on their own to commit copyright infringement. But if you did and you got sued for it, that would mean your business is getting sued because you use that photo within your business. Well, if you're a sole proprietor and let's say the copyright holder gets a judgment against you for $20,000, if you don't have that in business assets to pay the other party, they can then come after your personal assets. So that means they can put a lien on your house. They can take your car. They can make you sell $20,000 worth of personal assets. If you were an LLC at the time, then you don't have to worry about that. If you're an LLC and you got your business got sued, well, if your business didn't have the $20,000 to pay the other party, guess what? I don't want to say you're exactly judgment proof. You may have to file for bankruptcy within the business or you may have to go through some strategic methods in order to pay the debt or to figure out how to get rid of that debt. But if you're an LLC, guess what? You, you're not personally liable for that debt. Same goes for your business being liable for your personal debts. The LLC provides liability protection. So another question I see in Facebook groups is, should I be an LLC or an S-Corp? Well, guess what? An S-Corp is not an actual business entity. Yep, I know. Mic drop. You probably didn't know that, but I am here to tell you an S-Corp is not an actual business entity. Okay, great, Andrea. So what is an S-Corp? Great question. So an S-Corp is only your tax status. It has to do with how your business is taxed. And there are some specific requirements for meeting this. And this is actually not my jam. This is something you want to address with your CPA but it can definitely save you thousands and thousands of dollars. Very baseline, just know that an S-Corp is only affecting your tax status. If you file for an LLC, you're still filing a Schedule C on your taxes as if you were a sole proprietor. So your taxes don't change. And I hear a lot of business owners telling me, hey, my CPA said I should wait to file an LLC until I'm making this amount of money. No, You want to file that LLC as soon as possible. 
So there's your answer, folks, as soon as possible. Why? Because you don't know what's going to happen with your business. If you're thinking about launching a business, then no, I don't think you need an LLC. However, if you are very close to launching your business or have launched your business, then you need an LLC filing ASAP. Let me give you an example. Let me illustrate this first. So let's say you launch your business on day one. You don't have any sales, no big deal, normal business launch. Day two, your business blows up. You blow up overnight. You're making all this money. Well, then day three, you think, oh, I'm making all this money. Let me go file the LLC for get that liability protection. Well, on day two, let's say you accidentally committed copyright infringement and you get sued. Well, guess what? Your LLC that was filed on day three is not retroactive for what happened on day two. So like I said, you don't know what's going to happen to your business. And I'm not saying everybody's going to blow up overnight, but even if you innocently commit copyright infringement, trademark infringement, mess up on a client's contract or whatever happens within your business, if that happens before you file your LLC, you're screwed. You don't get that liability protection that the LLC provides. You need that LLC ASAP because you're going to keep going along in your business. And I see this every day. So-and-so comes to me and like, oh, I need to file an LLC. You know, I've been in business for this long. I talked to, you know, this person down the line. They said, oh, just wait till you're making this much money. And then you just keep putting it off and putting it off. And then you find this nice little attorney, Andrea Sager, and she doesn't make it look as scary. So you're like, oh, let me call her and see what it's like to file with her. And then you realize, oh my gosh, I should have filed that LLC a long time ago. Now, don't freak out if you're sitting there and you're like, oh my gosh, I've been in business for years and I haven't filed an LLC. You're not alone. You're not the only one. But as soon as possible, get that LLC filed. You seriously have no idea what you are leaving your personal assets up to as far as liability goes. If you get sued personally, then come after your business assets. If you get sued in your business, they can come after your personal assets. Why do you want those two to be open to liability from each other. You're making money in your business. You need to protect your money and make sure you can keep what you're making. So I get it that you're, you know, you're trying to keep making the money, do all the things, you know, full steam ahead. Well, guess what? That's great that you're making money, but if you don't protect what money you're making, then it's just going to be gone and it's all going to be a waste and you're going to have to start over at square one or you may just go back to your nine to five, which... I hope you don't because I could never imagine that. So let me go into who is an LLC not for. An LLC isn't for everyone. Like I said, one specific situation that I know an LLC is not for is when you have investors involved. This is because investors want to have some say-so and typically the easiest way for investors to be able to get what they want is through a corporation. That is a C-corp. This is not something that I advise for small businesses, especially closely held small businesses. And by closely held, I mean really family owned, maybe just two owners who are maybe equal partners. So if you have investors, and when I say investors, I mean investors who aren't really active within the business, then a corporation is probably something you want to consider. Now, 
I don't suggest a corporation for small business owners because there are more fees involved. There's more maintenance involved. You have to have yearly meetings. You have to have a board of directors and you have to have minutes from your meetings. There's a whole spiel of corporate stuff that you have to maintain. And it's a big headache, especially if you're a small business. If you have investors, that's a different story because there's a lot more money involved and there's different levels of control when there are investors involved. Now let's address partnerships. There are different entities for partnerships. There's different types of partnerships and you can actually still be an LLC if you have a partner. And a partnership is essentially just two or more people that intend to go into business with each other. So even if you're doing business with your partner and you haven't filed anything with the state, well, guess what? You're still considered a partnership, even if you have not filed anything with your secretary of state. With your partnership, you still want to get something filed with your state. And that's because you also want to have liability protection. And there's a lot more that goes into protecting partners because there are general partnerships, limited liability partnerships, limited partners. Like there's a whole spiel of partnership entities and that's when it gets complicated and it definitely costs more to get structure going with a partnership because you have to discuss between the two. Okay, who's going to own this? What happens if this happens? What are we going to decide when this situation arises? And you want to address all that up front because if not, when there's an issue, then somebody's going to be irrational and try to sue the other for a million dollars when the company's not even worth a hundred thousand dollars. And trust me, avoid the headache later on and get the official partnership entity filed up front. So how exactly do you file an LLC? Well, typically this is done through your secretary of state's office. Each state has one or some variation thereof, and you can do this yourself. It's pretty easy to do yourself. If you're not really sure about how to fill out the paperwork, then definitely have an attorney do it for you. You want to make sure that you get your employee identification number as well. You want to make sure you have an operating agreement, the articles of organization, possibly the bylaws. So even if you figure out how to file the LLC paperwork on your own, you still want to make sure that you're doing the other paperwork that may not be required by the state, but is still a really good idea to have as a business owner. So you just look up your secretary of state. Typically, they have very helpful resources to figure it out on your own. And every state has a different filing fee. They vary anywhere from $50 to $800. Yes, they vary that much. (laughs) I know Texas is $300 of the filing fee. Ohio is $100 filing fee. California is a $70 filing fee, but a $20 filing fee for the statement of information. And then in California, when you file the LLC, four months later, you have to pay the franchise tax. So make sure you're aware of that, any other filings. And then you also want to make sure within your state when there are renewals that are due, because some states do have yearly renewals, some states have yearly fees. So if you're DIYing, make sure you're aware of all of these things, because If not, you can very quickly be a delinquent 
LLC and lose that LLC protection. So even if you're able to file on your own, you want to make sure that you're able to maintain that protection because if not, you know, you could be three years down the road in your business, think that your LLC is still active and it's not. And that's when you get sued in your business and you realize, oh crap, I don't have LLC protection. I'm personally liable for the acts that I just committed within my business. So make sure if you're going to DIY, you file correctly, and then you're making sure that you're maintaining correctly as well. If you want to work with an attorney, please reach out to us. Shoot me an email, andrea at andreasager.com. All right. Well, that's all I have on LLCs. I hope you learned something in this episode, and I hope to see you next time. If you found this information helpful, I would be so grateful if you could share it with a fellow business owner and it doesn't cost anything to rate, review, or subscribe to the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners, which allows me to support more business owners in their entrepreneurial journey. I'll see you next episode.